Paul Revere and the Raiders here on CIL 650. The end of the Red Rock Diner is today. Anyway, Indian Reservation was written by a, a writer called John D. Loudermilk. And a uh, strange name, but he wrote things like Sitting in the Balcony, a ton of... Got one hit himself, as I recall. That's, that's right. And uh, Tobacco Road by the Nashville Teens, he wrote all of these songs. These boots are made for walking. Yep. Paul Revere is an interesting story of a typical uh, Northwest rock and roll band. He was out of Boise, Idaho. Uh, a guy in Portland really discovered him, a guy named Roger Hart, became their manager. They st I started using him at my dances right. around Seattle and Tacoma and uh, around the area. And little did we know that that would go on to be a CBS television oh, show. Yeah. Uh, Paul Revere and the Raiders, a remarkable, remarkable story. Paul left us, of course, passed away at way too early an age. But uh, I, I want to tell you a quick Paul, Paul Revere story, both of you. <laughs> Carol and I are on a cruise, and it's a classic rock cruise. And uh, uh, he's holding up Red Robinson Show Theater, uh, one of the back, you know, the uh, backs of a seat. And he said, hi, come and get it, Red. <laughs> really? Yeah, he'd stolen it out of the theater. <laughs> he was a character of the first magnitude, no question about it. And he had a great lead singer in those days, too. Do you remember, Pat? Mark uh, Lindsay. Mark Lindsay. That's right. Well, you both answered, so that's the end of that. Pat, was, that, it was his real name, Paul Revere, too? I think it was. Yeah, it was. Yes, it is. It was, yeah. That, yes. That, that, you, you wouldn't think it at the time, but it was, yeah. <laughs> his father sold co uh, copper pots. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to continue with uh, Elvis right after this. Dr. Seuss said it best. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. The Grinch's small heart grew three sizes that day. We thank you for your loyalty. We thank you for your passion. We thank you for the honor of allowing us to make your world a little more smooth and easy. Hey, you know, behind the scenes, my wife has always been encouraging me uh, along the way. And I always say, here's a song that Carol loves. She loved Elvis, but her favorite song was a Latter-day song. Not one of the earlier ones like Shake, Rattle, and Roll or Tutti Fruity or any of that. It was from his comeback special, so-called, and it's called If I Can Dream. Remember this uh, uh Bruce? Yeah. It was a song that came in very late. They didn't know how to close the show, and the colonel wanted to do a Christmas song at the end. <laughs> and a song got delivered to Elvis. Somebody got it to Elvis, and uh, he went home and uh, heard it and loved it. And the colonel freaked out because, Pat, it was a little too political for the times. He never liked Elvis singing political songs. And he stood his ground, and uh, the fellow Steve, uh, who was the uh, Steve... Uh, Binder. Binder, who was Canadian, loved it yep. and said... You do. You want to do it? We're doing it, and that became the closing song. And if it, it's spectacular, and I remember it was on the first time I actually even saw a hologram when Celine Dion sang the song with Elvis. That's the right. duet. It was a hologram duet. I remember that on yeah, TV oh, also. That was mind blowing. But this song in that white coat was a tremendous moment on television. People said his voice sounds rough at the end, but he did that on purpose because that he wanted to make it sound real, and he did with everything he did. If I Can Dream with Elvis Presley. This is from his last television appearance before the end. Hit song after hit song. CIO 650.